Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast here in Lex Anderson World. I'm your host, Lex Anderson. Let's get it. The moment you have all been waiting for, NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. But before I get into that, in my real life, I would love to give a shout out first and foremost to my sister Harpy's Fury as we attended our first ever NFL game earlier this season, Giants versus Washington Commanders, it ended in a 2020 tie. Hey, but you know what? It gets no better than that because at the end of the day, the G-Men, Big Blue, made the playoffs and will be taking on the Minnesota Vikings, which I will get into shortly. However, the atmosphere was electric. The Giants did score points. Eli Manning was there at halftime and the roar of an NFL stadium crowd. Whew. I thought the Yankees during the playoffs 2009 in the World Series and during Aaron Judge's uh, chase of Maris, which he did wind up surpassing, I thought that was electric. But MetLife Stadium, beautiful seats were great. And also a uh, shout out to my sister, Harpy's Fury, her co-worker who took us along. My apologies uh, for forgetting your name, but this is for you. Thank you for uh, getting us out there. It's greatly appreciated. And also I wanna give a shout out to my man who found me out on TikTok, Prakash. He invited me on to his podcast and it was a great experience. Uh, due to second gig, working on the holidays, I missed a lot of the end of the season, but I came through for the last week, NFL week 17, and I, the profit, my decrees made me the top pick. But again, however, shout out again to Prakash, Dinesh, and hold on here, I got you, Robin, Robindra. Okay, City Lock, City Lock, shout out to City Lock. So I thank you guys for welcoming, welcoming me into your podcast world, and you can check us out on YouTube if you follow Prakash at the Prakash and Friends Radio Hour. Okay, so I am going to get, before I get into the games and my predictions, I have some tidbits to throw out here. Again, super wildcard weekend, two games today, three games tomorrow, and another game on Monday night. Yes, a playoff Monday night game, that should be electric. However, some tidbits to throw out here. Top 10 jerseys of 2022. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Makah Parsons. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. Number four, Joe Burrow. Number five, CeeDee Lamb. Number six, Dak Prescott. Number seven, Justin Jefferson. Number eight, Jalen Hurts. Number nine, Justin Fields. And number 10, Tom Brady. Uh, the Justin Fields one I want to comment on because I'm already hearing that the Bears should draft a quarterback and move on from him when it was the Bears' defense this entire season that failed Justin Fields. So I'm really hoping and wishing for the best for that young man because he definitely deserves better than what the Bears organization offered him. Also, Let's get into the longest active playoff win droughts. Right now, the leader is the Lions, the, Detro the Detroit Lions at 31 seasons, 
Miami Dolphins 22 seasons, Las Vegas Raiders 20 seasons. <laughs> That'll probably double at the rate they're going. Washington Commanders 17 seasons, tied for 12 seasons. We have the New York Jets, and lo and behold, just what I was talking about earlier, the Chicago Bears. Of course, the Jets are the more dysfunctional team. And at 11 seasons, we have the New York Giants, but I think that will change tomorrow, but we'll get into that in a minute. Now, the teams who are currently in the postseason, the last time each playoff team won a playoff game, Bengals 2022, along with the Buccaneers and the Chiefs and the Niners and the Bills, 2021 Ravens, 2020 Seahawks, as well as the Minnesota Vikings, 2019 Dallas Cowboys, along with the Chargers and the Eagles, 2018 Jacksonville Jaguars, 2012 the Giants, and 2000 the Miami Dolphins. Also, these tidbits are very amazing, which is why I wanted to start with them. For the first time since 1999, rest in peace Prince, now and forever, all three Florida franchises have made the playoffs. Again, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Miami Dolphins, because I know a lot of people out there in society struggle with how to read a map. Don't worry, the People Sportscaster, Lex Anderson, I got you covered. This is also the first season without these three teams in the playoffs since 2000. Again, representing the Steel City here from New York City, Lex Anderson, Pittsburgh Steelers, Green Bay Packers, and the New England Patriots. Which will coincide with this. Since Tom Brady left Bill Belichick in New England, the Patriots are 500 in the regular season since he left. That would be 25 wins and 25 losses which will also be a segue to longest playoff droughts. New York Jets currently lead that division, 12 seasons, then for Broncos, seven seasons. Ah, and to think they thought that Russell Wilson was gonna lead them. Yeah, he led them to <laughs> one, of the one of the potentially worst seasons they've ever had as an organization. Detroit Lions, six seasons. However, Jared Goff and the Lions almost pulled it off at the end. But on the plus side, they stepped it up and eliminated the Green Bay Packers, who definitely needed to win that game to make the playoffs. But yet, according to Green Bay Packers general manager, he still wants Aaron Rodgers to come back. Well, sure, please take my $59.5 million and do nothing for the fan base. Do nothing for the organization. Just keep losing with your snarky, snide-ass attitude as you won't help develop the youth and the talent at wide receivers. Spare me the nonsense. And tied at five seasons, Carolina Panthers and Atlanta Falcons. And last but not least, teams that have never won a Super Bowl, Minnesota Vikings, Arizona Cardinals, Buffalo Bills. And the Bills, you know, I got to add, a lot of you are probably too young to notice, but there was a time when the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls in a row, and they lost all four. Yes, they did. Uh, starting with the Giants, Scott Norwood, the missed field goal, 
good lord. And then they lost back-to-backs against the Cowboys who annihilated them. It was terrible. Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the Bengals here is key because no team in the last 10-plus seasons that lost the Super Bowl has ever went back to the Super Bowl. Think Russell Wilson at the one-yard line with the Patriots. We saw how that played out ever since. It's never a guarantee to get back and winning a Super Bowl. And definitely, if you've lost the Super Bowl, your chances of going back are highly unlikely. Carolina Panthers, the Chargers, Atlanta Falcons. You could thank Matt Ryan for that. 28-3, never forget. Tennessee Titans, also never forget that horrific loss against the Rams, St. Louis Rams at the time, at the one-yard line. But the Titans only have themselves to blame because they went scoreless in the first half. If they had even kicked a field goal, they would have been Super Bowl champions. And as you could see, from that time way back then to now, the Rams have gotten better. They won a Super Bowl. Couldn't make the playoffs this season like I the Prophet had decreed. Matthew Stafford with those elbow-shoulder issues wound up being the dorn in the side and the downfall of the LA Rams this season. Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, Detroit Lions, and the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> well, even though the Steelers aren't in the playoffs, neither are the Cleveland Browns, which is a trash-ass garbage franchise. So I'm definitely happy that they didn't make it. And then, of course, there was the Deshaun Watson spectacle. But hey, they gave him the money. The NFL allowed them to give him the money. So you get what you pay for. Even, yeah, when you think of the six-game suspension and all that other stuff, their season was already lost. So now, here we go. Later today, Super Wildcard Weekend Saturday First game, Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. Look, Geno Smith doing what no one thought possible. Keeping and making the Seahawks relevant while in the process wiping Russell Wilson's name off the record books as he surpassed him with most passing yards in a season. Game kicks off at 4.35 on Fox. The Niners, how about the Niners? What could you say about a franchise that lost two quarterbacks in the same season? Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, but yet, but yet Brock Purdy has held them down. I believe the Niners have won four or five straight games under Brock Purdy. And you know what? Nothing is more of an exciting storyline as a backup quarterback who could potentially lead his team to and winning the Super Bowl. Think Nick Foles with the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to make it a throwback. Think Jeff Hostetler with the New York Giants. So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there in Niner Nation who feel good. And I feel good too because the Niners have defense. They have offense. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuels, need I say more? Look for the Niners to eliminate the Seahawks. At 8.15 on NBC, we have the LA Chargers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Year two, Trevor Lawrence has proven that it was Urban Meyer and his toxic negative attitude. May he never return 
to the coaching ranks of the NFL ever again. Of course, my bias here, representing the Oregon Ducks, Justin Herbert, LA Chargers. However, like Ida Prophet had been saying all season, the Jacksonville Jaguars are dangerous at home. And to make matters worse, it was breaking news yesterday, wide receiver Mike Williams will miss two to three weeks with a non-surgical fracture in his back, which he suffered playing a meaningless week 17 final game against the Denver Broncos. You know, some things just don't work out for the Chargers. I was initially going for the Chargers. Again, based on my Oregon Ducks bias. Trevor Lawrence, however, to me, from what I've seen, he does have accuracy issues, which is very disturbing. That game that they won 2016 against the Tennessee Titans was a game that the defense won with the fumble scoop and score, which was the uh, scoring differential that allowed them to win the game. Trevor Lawrence missed a wide open wide receiver in the end zone. Like he literally overthrew the ball. Inexcusable. The Jaguars defense though, in that game against the Titans, it truly was blow for blow, toe for toe. You could tell this was a game that whoever faltered on offense in terms of the defense being able to score, which the Jaguars did, I believe that the Jaguars defense and they're at home I'm going to sadly have to change from the Chargers to the Jaguars. Hopefully I can get that pick in with Prakash. I'll see, because I did go for the Chargers, but I'll let it stand here. But on my podcast, I'm going with the Jaguars. But Travis Etienne has to step his game up. I'm, like, really not playing with that. Then, on Sunday, Super Wild Card Weekend, three games... First game, 105 on CBS, Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. No Tua, no chance. Plain and simple. The man has suffered three concussions that we know of. Potentially more. Josh Allen is as hot as it gets. Stephon Diggs, he plays and lives for big moments. Gabe Davis, he will burn you for a 65-yard touchdown pass so fast. So fast. Yeah, so the Dolphins, uh, they won't be winning. And then, of course, you have the beautiful storyline, DeMar Hamlin. uh, He had suffered. He had went into cardiac arrest. And NFL fans, nation and worldwide, united around that young man. So added incentive for the Bills to get in there and handle their business. Look for the Bills to win. At 4.40 on Fox, we have the New York Giants, Big Blue, the G-Men, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And this is interesting because it's at 4.40. Everybody says that Kirk Cousins, he's called 1 o'clock Kirk because he wins at 1 o'clock. But I know that the numbers don't lie. In prime time, Kirk Cousins is a proven loser. This game is at 4.40. This means he would have a 50-50 chance. But keep in mind, that the Giants lost because their field goal kicker made a field goal of what, 50, 55 plus yards? And the Vikings got the victory. However, the Green Bay Packers exposed Justin Jefferson when he only had one catch for 15 yards. 
that gives the Giants defense a blueprint on how to handle Justin Jefferson and like I the prophet will decree look for Kirk Cousins to fall apart melt down implode look for the Giants to go into Minnesota and get that victory again shout out to my sister Harpy's Fury and the last game at 815 Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals Lamar Jackson he tried to do an Aaron Judge he tried to bet on himself but however Lamar Jackson was faulty for watching another man's pockets he wanted the 230 million dollar contract guaranteed that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson and what you have to understand is that the Cleveland Browns are an inept incompetent franchise and organization number one and number two again if I already said it I'm gonna say it again you never watch another man's pockets that's the number one rule of pro athletes you don't look at the next man's pockets so if the Ravens had offered him let's say hypothetically what it was like a little around to around 200 million dollars with let's say 150 guaranteed what are you crying about so now you have nothing well he will have something he will have the franchise tag slapped on his candy ass for the upcoming season and potentially the season after that kind of like the way the Washington Redskins they were named the Redskins at the time had franchised Kirk Cousins for two seasons and guess what he made respectively 45 and 47 million dollars each of those seasons so Kirk Cousins did not go to bed hungry Lamar Jackson will not be going to bed hungry he made his bed and now he has to lie in it people are saying that Lamar Jackson because of the way his season played out, it shouldn't be judged. You have to go with his overall body of work. Agreed. The Ravens defense is atrocious. It's horrendous. They've blown leads this entire season. This is not your This is not the Ravens defense of yesteryear. There's no Ed Reed, there's no Suggs, there's no Ray Lewis. There's nobody and it shows. Either way, look for the Bengals to eliminate the Ravens and saving the best for last Monday Night Football Dallas Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa where the Cowboys are one and four on natural grass and even worse and the most damning stat of all which everybody already knows Tom Brady is seven and oh make that undefeated against the Dallas Cowboys and speaking of the number seven Dak Prescott has thrown an interception, INT, in seven straight games. That is a recipe for sheer disaster. I would like to believe that the Cowboys can go in there and beat the Buccaneers. However, the Buccaneers have defense. Dak Prescott is a turnover machine. Plain and simple, this is where we are. I will not allow for the social and media manipulation that will have you believe that because it's the playoffs, Dak Prescott will step it up, he won't be turnover prone, he'll have a perfect game, not happening, but you know what I mean. In order for this to work, the Dallas Cowboys have to control the clock, time of possession. They must utilize Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott to their fullest. Wide receivers. C.D. Lamb, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton has playoff experience. T.Y. Hilton will be the X factor on this. And then you have Gallup. 
I mean, the Dallas Cowboys offense has to attack the Buccaneers defense with all their might. There's no excuses, honestly. You cannot allow and let the Buccaneers to be in the game. Oh, yeah, and the Cowboys are also 4-4 and away. That's also a recipe for disaster. But sadly, sadly, there's talk that um, the coach, that McCarthy should get fired if the Cowboys lose this game, which is really not a good look. I would blame Stephen A. Smith for that where suddenly Mike McCarthy's job is on the line if he loses to the Buccaneers when you think how the Cowboys had Jason Garrett for, what, 10, 12 years? And he was an absolute failure. Him and Tony Robo. Tony Romo, who's this wonderful NFL analyst now, all of a sudden calling plays before they, before they could happen. <laughs> Yet he couldn't do that for his own career. <sighs> on Prakash's show, I had said, look for the Buccaneers to win. I want and need the Cowboys to win. Because if they don't, I am going to go nuclear on social media and I will bash them all up and down the field. They need this win. You have the offense. Gallup, T.Y. Hilton, CeeDee Lamb. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, like you have the weapons, Dak Prescott, and honestly, I would dare go so far as to say, if in the first half Dak throws interceptions, yank him, put in Cooper Rush, but I fear, because evil never dies, I fear that Tom Brady will make it 8-0 against the Cowboys. Sad, but true. Thank you, Sports Fans Nation and Worldwide, for tuning in. This, These are the games, NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. The picks as decreed by I, the prophet, the people sportscaster, Lex Anderson. Thank you very much for tuning in. Until next time, Sports Fans Nation and Worldwide, signing out.